today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. We talked about the the school reopening program at great length over the last couple of months, about uh, some of the inadequacies uh, in that program and the concerns and and the concerns about what was going to happen down the road. Uh, And uh, in London, uh, they have now their first COVID-19 case in a high school setting, uh, which is raising some concern, how how the board is going to react to this and and, uh, just what sort of protocols are going to be put in place. Uh, To get some detail on this, please welcome back to the program uh, John Burnins, who, of course, is the uh, district president for District 11 for the Ontario Secondary School Teachers Federation. Uh, John, thank you so much for the time. Good to have you with us again. Thanks, Bill. Pleasure to be here. I guess this wasn't a matter of if this happens. It was when it's going to happen, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, if if it's circulating in the community, it certainly is going to end up in the schools sooner or later. So how, how did this come about? Was this done through testing or somebody who was presenting symptoms? I don't have the details of that. Uh, I was just contacted. I, I really know what the public knows, that there was a positive uh, case. And uh, um, this, this, my understanding is the students in the class have been notified uh, and the staff has been notified uh, and uh, people will get tested and take appropriate action as far as self-quarantining, etc. So that's the protocol. In other words, I, I assume the student is, is into self-isolation right now, back at home, I would think. Uh, but this is where the contact uh, tracing has to come into play. You know, obviously the people in the classroom would be uh, involved in that, mm-hmm. but uh, how far down the road do you go? Is that done by the, the medical officer of health about who else this individual may be in contact with? Yeah, I believe it's it's left to the health unit to to decide who needs to be notified of what, um, and uh, the board is following their direction. What about the teacher involved, or teachers, I guess, involved in a situation like that? I, I, they're certainly made aware of this as well. I, I, what what precautions are in place for them? They would have similar direction to students, right? So they would the advice would be to get tested, to self isolate until. Uh, until they had the results of the test, um, so you know, so and and uh, other staff would be informed. They they would be able to to get a test, but they wouldn't be required to or or self isolate. Likely, it would depend on their on their connection with the with the affected class. John, by the way, what's going on with the testing? I mean, there was a a real run on those about a week or so ago when the uh, those uh, Western students. Uh, were diagnosed, and I think it went from five cases to 21 in a matter of about 48 hours or so, mm-hmm. uh, and caused long lineups, not just on the campus, but of course at the two uh, testing stations at either end of the city. Uh, so to say, hey, go get a test, is <laughs> that, that sounds easy enough, yeah. but uh, easier said than done sometimes because of the lineups and the, and the protocol. We've talked to a lot of people that have actually given up. They've waited in line for an hour or two and just said, I haven't got time to do this. Uh, so there's, there's a real concern there about getting tested. Yeah, I mean, it's a good point. I don't know how available the tests are. Uh, we know that if you're not able to get tested, that you that you self-isolate for 14 days, right? So, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know if it may also cause problems for parents who might need to take time off work to have their students, um, you know, get a test. Oh, yeah, we don't know what kind of impact that will have on on the families for sure. So in a situation like that, obviously, it's, it's going to be up to the individual to try to see what they can do about this. And we mentioned earlier in the program, of course, that uh, the, the Premier and uh, the Minister of Health are supposed to be making an announcement today about their, their protocol for this second wave that seems to be happening right now. 
Uh, and the, the rumor is that there's going to be some improved testing of capabilities, perhaps at pharmacies and things of that nature. So that, that might, might just, you know, have a, a positive impact on what's going on. So what, what are you hearing from your members about this, John? I mean, you know, you've been back in the classroom now for a few days, yeah. uh, enough to get a feel as to just how uh, the new protocol is working out vis-a-vis, uh, -vis, you know, the, the stuff in the classroom, the social distancing, uh, mask wearing and things of that nature. Is, are, are your members comfortable with how it's going so far? Well, not, it changes by the day. Uh, yeah. So it, it's there were some concerns that uh, perhaps not all PPE was, distributed everywhere that hand, there wasn't uh, sufficient hand sanitizer uh, everywhere i know there are additional um barriers that uh, haven't yet been been put in place uh and people are concerned about that um for example in in a guidance office where a guidance counselor might meet with mm -hmm. a student that there should be a barrier there because it's that's going to be a, a fairly small space and those are not in place yet so th there are things certainly that i am hearing about that are concerns from a from a health and safety perspective um there's also just the the challenge of delivering uh curriculum um both in person and remotely at the same time as the students some of the students are at home and some of the students are in class and somehow the teacher needs to deliver uh in both uh venues at the same time and that of course is going to create problems for both teachers and students how does that work out, John? I mean, are you splitting the day up? I'm doing uh, I'm doing virtual stuff at from nine to eleven and eleven. I mean, in the classroom. How do you, how do you how do they juggle that day? Yeah, it's a challenge. So they have students. Uh, they have students in front of them for at least two hundred and forty minutes. So they have a, a morning class that's one hundred and twenty minutes, and then there's lunch, and then they have afternoon one hundred and twenty minutes. It's all the same students. So uh, they would they would have one class all day, and the students attend that one class all day, and then the students there's a study hall for 60 minutes at the end of the day, to make the 300 minutes that is a, a, a day, and at the same time the other cohort so the other so it's generally 15 students in front of them, and then there are 15 students at home, uh, and and the teacher would assign work for them to do at home, but clearly that teacher is not very available for most of the day. Uh, they are available during that study hall 60 minutes to connect with those students who are at home. But those students who are at home are pretty much on their own um, for for most of the day uh, to do that work that the teachers assign them to do at home. If they do need to contact the teacher for anything, uh, is, is, do they wait until they're back online? Do they text them, email them? How, yeah, what's they, the communication process? The teachers are available during that study hall, that 60 minutes at okay. the end of the day. So that students who stay, who are in the study hall, uh, they would essentially work independently, and the teacher could communicate, um, you know, by email or what have you, um, with the students who are at home for that 60 minutes. But it's a, a limited window, right, for yeah. for those students who are are working on that course all day. Well, it's a work in progress, and I guess that's an understatement, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, and everybody certainly, I can tell you that my members' stress level is high, but they are working hard to try to deliver the curriculum and keep the students safe. Um, it's a challenge for everyone. Well, we hope this is a uh, an isolated situation here, and uh, we'll see as this develops, uh, as you say, a 14-day incubation period. So uh, mm -hmm. we don't know the news on this yet, but uh, here's fingers crossed that it's not going to be a, a major problem. Uh, John, thanks again for the time. Stay well, and uh, we'll talk again soon, right. I'm sure. You too. Thank you. Ben. Take care. John right. Burdens, of course, uh, District President for District 11 for the Ontario Secondary School Teachers Federation down the Thames Valley Board in London. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.